This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Monday, February the 29th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. Brought to you Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Arizona time. What are we here for? We're here for you. And delivering economics with attitude weekly. The physical delivery in gold and silver. Give us a call anytime. 1-800-951-0592. And the lovely Wendy will be there to take your calls and answer your questions. Or you can go in the privacy of your own home and check us out online at allamericangold.com. Not only can you order online, but you can get that news to disturb the comfortable where we don't tell you what to think, but we certainly give you something to think about. This show is brought to you by its owner, the Patriot Trading Group owner. You know, it's a generational thing here, and Joe is, I guess, the second owner, Joe Jaquin. He's the guy behind it, but I will tell you, the research that he put into holding the Fed accountable. Some days I just think he holds them accountable, and then later on we hear guys like Kramer regurgitating what's heard on this show, and we like to think you hear it here first. Joe, would you agree with that assessment on this lovely Monday morning? It is a hump day, hump year celebration, right? Because it's the 29th of February, which only every fourth year does that happen, so happy hump day. You get to have a whole extra day of the year without any extra pay, right? What a, they knocked it out of the park on that one. Every four years, every four years, you get that one extra day. <laughs> Will it improve on our well, domestic wonder, product? Can they can they say that things were better because of the extra day? You know how they always tell you how things are worse because of the weather or the weekend or this or that. Maybe uh, maybe this time we'll get the opposite effect. You know, I guess I, I, there's something to be said with the right? extra day of you the whole extra day. It could we be a whole money, extra day an extra of day. money generating or a whole <laughs> extra day of money losing. We got a, a really good show lined up for you this morning. I will say that once again, things happen, and this is, listen, this is the economy that they wanted us to have, which was the new world order, the new global economy. They told us. They, they said, we had to do it, have to have this. And so now you don't know when. But when you lay your head down to get in that, you know, well, the, maybe you're lucky you get your eight hours in. You never know what may happen when you wake up. And for the last, I would say the last month or so, the Chinese have been adamant that they're not going to do any more of those devaluations. But when they come out and say we're going to have to lay off 1.8 million coal and steel workers, miraculously, we get a devaluation. So we got that last night. It was a little one. Another little test of the emergency devaluation regime that they said wasn't going to happen. They also lowered rates. 
that's got gold up. Gold's up 15 bucks, $1,235 this morning. They had Warren Buffett out. They dusted him off. He came out on television to, I guess, try to explain why it is the stocks that he's been buying outside of the Heinz merger, right, the two ketchup the big ketchup merger, Hunts and Heinz, they bought each other and he made, you know, the big money on that. All the other items in his portfolio were losers. But he was out to tell everybody, he wanted to remind us all that the babies born in this this country, they're the luckiest kids on earth. Right? And you're probably right about that. I don't know if that's a huge statement or not. I, I will say this. I mean, you think about other places you can be born. And this one isn't so bad, but... Uh, you know how old uh, uh, um, Buffett is? Is he in his 80s? I, you, you know what? I was just curious. I was just curious. Cause he's he's been around a long he's time. Old. And, you know, um, I, I think every time you see him on TV, he's just... You know, we're, he's like we're, grandfatherly. People yeah, like that, I like think. That. He's like the I mean, the nice grandpa. Age like that brings wisdom. Yeah, maybe, you know? maybe. And, I just thought I'd ask. But the thing that I thought was really interesting is he talked about Europe. And we really haven't talked about them much lately. But you know, right now the UK is having a big vote this summer to whether or not they if they want to leave the eurozone. Now, granted, they still use the pound sterling; they didn't adopt the currency. But things are so bad that they're like, "Hey, we need to get away from these guys." Wait a minute. For those of us uneducated, when you say Europe, are we talking specifically England? No, no, we're talking the whole European Union. The Union now, the UK. Obviously, England, the the predominant country in that. But there's huge problems in in the banking system. And I know that they like to swear here that they fixed it all. But Buffett, he, he brought up an analogy of saying, here's what he said. He goes, well, if I could have a really big mattress. See, now, he's got more money than most of us, so a regular mattress, that's not going to get it done for Buffett. You know, the king-size bed that you and your, your wife lay your heads down with, that's not big enough for him. He needs a really big one. But he actually said if he felt like he could actually trust somebody enough, you're probably better off having your money in the mattress than in the Eurozone. I wonder how big of a mattress that would really be. If he had it in gold, it wouldn't be that big at all. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Double J in the love. 800 That's the number you call. Get yourself a little wealth insurance. Donald Trump did not win an Oscar for posing as the best politician. Because <laughs> I didn't know any of the actors. Yeah, the, 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 the Oscars. Was, I didn't watch it, right? And I, apparently most people didn't. I'm just here to tell you, some of these movies that come out, like The Danish Girl. I never I just never wonder, heard of is it. she a waitress in a restaurant that brings you a Danish? <laughs> I, I was, is it about, you know, I, mean, I never, I, some of these movies, I, I never even saw a preview to some of these movies. Well, you know what, though, the, the big short. 
they they we want talk about right, that, the, Joe. That that is the uh, a movie that depicted the financial crisis. And for any of you out there that maybe you have a a spouse that isn't on board, right? You know, you're you they they're the. Uh, Tofu, tabby cat, everything's fine. I don't listen to talk radio. I, I I like to listen to Top 40 and watch reality television, right? And I don't want to acknowledge that things may not be right in this country. Take them to that movie. Of course, problem is, they'll probably be bored to tears. Right? I'm telling you, I took my wife to that movie, and she, she said, hated you, it. She, her, during the movie, she said, you don't get to pick the movie anymore. <laughs> he just like hated it. It, it, it. Well, wait a minute, though. Didn't you watch a movie with her this weekend and you said the same thing to her? But I don't get to say that what, to what, her. What movie was it? It was The Intern. The she, Intern. I picked it up, the one with Robert De Niro, and I, and I and she's like, oh, I'm so happy. I saw this at theater. I loved it. And halfway through, I was like, oh, jeez, this sucks. It's horrible. <laughs> well, he, he, uh, the director for the Big Short, he came out and and you know during his acceptance speech, I saw this right, and, and he just kind of let everybody know if if you don't want you know big government and uh, and I'm trying to pull up the he quote specifically here specifically targeted big banks in his big bank well in his quit electing politicians Petition. that take big uh, take big money from big banks. Uh, weirdo billionaires and and the like, and I think this is you know what. Quite honestly, if you think about it, you know one of the reasons I think the Donald's so popular is like, well, I'm funding my own campaign, right? I'm not taking the big money, and I I just had uh, you know the life of the worldwide web it quit on me, but now it's back. If you don't want big money to control government, and listen, this is. And I, I sometimes I have a, a hard time explaining. You do realize this is what the, the country we live in right now. It's not for the people. It's not, and it's been hijacked, and it's been hijacked by the people who let face it have the money, and they're using that influence every single day. That's why I come out all the time. And I keep talking about we need to get rid of all of these rules. You know, people people talk about, well, it's capitalism. Right? And if Warren Buffett can make a billion, trillion dollars, good for him. And I absolutely agree with that. But how did a lot of these people get those excessive amounts? Because they changed the rules. And they changed the rules to circumvent us. Because quite honestly, when you think about business, what's the biggest expense business has? And for all of you that are small business owners like me, you know, labor, payroll, it's number one, followed by what? Rent, right? Mortgages, whatever, if you own the buildings. I mean, these are the biggest expenses they have. Followed by taxes. 
right? Those are one, two, three. And so what have they done? They've said that they bought our elected officials. And you can say, no, they, yes, they have. I mean, talk about, how about like Marco Rubio? He's a popular fellow, right? He's somewhere, he's, I mean, not going to win, but he may be second. Do you know that he had a home in Florida? No one knows this. But it was a hundred and you know modest home, hundred seventy-five thousand dollar home that miraculously got bought by a lobbyist for almost four hundred thousand. Yeah, right? Donald, Donald Trump shockingly, right? Shockingly, but this goes on all the time. This is the world that we live in today, and the director for the Big Short. Listen, these guys. Uh, and not all the time, but Hollywood, when they do stories like this, they they dive in. And if you don't want big money to control government, don't vote for candidates that take money from big banks, oil, or weirdo billionaires. <laughs> that was just are all billionaires weirdos? I don't know. Maybe there's something that there's aren't. Something I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But it's just it's it's an interesting thing. Uh, but but it's so hard to do so when you're politicians that you have options to choose from. Well, Let me think know, about are, are we so engrossed because I gotta believe there's a lot of people, good people, that would love to run for office, but they don't have the money. Or, if they do somehow have enough of a cult following, what does the media do? The media just shuns them, rips them, discredits them. Because it's all about the establishment. And let, let me tell you, the establishment is ruining this country from the inside out. This great economic recovery. Let me just give you... On a Monday here, on a hump day, here's all the companies just in the last three days that have announced layoffs. Caterpillar, again, I mean, how many times is that for Caterpillar in the last couple of years? Deer, uh, Whitting Petroleum, few people up in the front range probably know this company. Incredible. Matter of fact, this article's out on All American Gold. Do you know that they're going to cease all drilling operations in uh, uh, North Dakota. They have something like 200-plus wells that they've drilled, but they aren't going to put into production right now, and they're going to wait. Uh, how about this one? Zenefits. They, they announced layoffs. Cisco, not Cisco Systems, but Cisco, the... They supply, like, restaurants and stuff. They deliver produce and meats to restaurants. They announced big layoffs today. Uh, Chicago public schools, Chicago colleges. Uh, by the way, Detroit's next. As, uh, all, of the, all of the things that people don't want to talk about anymore, they're all still out there. The school systems are broke. The states are broke. 
They just don't want you to realize it right now. And then the biggest news, as I uh, alluded to at the beginning of the program, China's going to lay off 1.8 million coal and steel jobs. We don't even have 1.8 million coal and steel jobs in the entire country. How big is that? And what do you think that's going to do? Why do you... What type of effect is that really sending to the rest of the world? How bad are things really? You know, when you sit there and you think about all of these people coming out and trying to say, oh, well, that's not going to affect America. We're insulated. It's going to have no effect. It absolutely, positively will. But think about the size and the scope when you announce. You know, we we sit there and we, we talk about if 300,000 people showed up on the unemployment line this week, Wall Street would have a, they'd, they'd throw a fit. Oh, my God, recession is here. What if 1.8 million people did? Right? I mean, think about how big this really is. And this is really the the reason why you hear, heard Warren Buffett, uh, well, if I had a really big mattress, I'd probably put my money there. Of course, he's talking about negative rate, talking about not only the banking issues that revolve around in Europe, they revolve around here in America, they revolve in China, you know, what happened with these 1.8 million people? I'm assuming all of them, at least, you know, at the least have apartments, right? Most of them probably, I would I would imagine a lot of them own homes there. That's a great question. Right? What is the culture like where these 1.8 million people are being laid off at? Is it spread? Is it, well, is it think, isolated? Right, let, wait, let me ask you this. So, so here at home. Remember how we had to bail out GM and, and, and Chrysler? It was nowhere close to 1.8 million people. Nowhere close. I mean, we're talking about maybe 100,000 workers in danger of losing their jobs. And then they said, but, you know, those 100,000 workers helped you know, 300,000 other people have a job. Right? That's kind of how the logic goes. Well, you know what? At lunchtime, when the plant has lunch, right, those workers aren't going to show up at the diner or at at the end of their shift, they're not going to be at the bar, and then all those people are going to lose their job. That's kind of how the the story goes, right? A little trickle effect there. A little trickle down. What's the trickle down effect if 1.8 million people lose their job? City shut down. Right. Oh, right. A country shuts down. But this is what is happening in the world. This is what happened. All of that happened while we were asleep. They're not going to talk about it. You're not going to hear about it. You know, it's like Warren Buffett. Well, all all these people are out on television saying how bad things are. And you sit there and you wonder, well, what do you you think that says? 
know what? What is it? If there's smoke, there's fire. Right? Isn't that how the the saying goes? If there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of smoke out there right now, and a lot of people like to, you know. Well, never mind. I won't say it. But you know, it, it's one of those things where when you see what's happening in gold uh, just this month, you know that February. This is the best month for gold in four years. Okay, now four years. You go back, that's 2012, and that was really uh, QE3 had started, you know. And that was what was allegedly, that was the big bazooka that was supposed to fix the United States. Do you know this is the best February since the 70s? Since gold went on that huge tear. From forty-two dollars to eight hundred. There was an article, though. Matter of fact, it was for a while anyway. It was uh, one of the lead articles uh, up on Market Watch, talking about uh, buying gold right now could be like buying stocks in two thousand nine. Of course, that was when the Dow was sixty-seven hundred points talking about a tripling of the gold price. Patriot Radio News Hour, we got that story next. Recession, no recession, inflation, stagflation, deflation. What is it that's next? And, And really, when you look at what is next, you know, when you go back and you, you look throughout history and you you take the last hundred plus years, do you know that this is the first ten year span where we didn't at least have one year of three percent growth? Not one. Not a single year. But when you look at What's next? We're we're in this stretch where we've, at least on the surface, have had some decent, not great, and decent may even be too strong of a word, but we've had some growth for the last six or seven years. And the the preceding six or seven years before that, we we we've gone through an unprecedented shift in central banking policy. We've got new levels of debt that the world has never seen. I mean, think about this year. Something they're saying somewhere around six hundred billion dollars is going to be the U- U.S. federal deficit. Fifteen years ago, that number was unheard of. Twenty years ago, people would have told you if we get to those levels, that's the beginning of the end. 
and it's going to go up every single year for the next 10, 20, 30 years if we make it that far. So when we talk about what's coming next, it's a really simple question to answer. It's going to be extremely difficult. Look how hard we've had to fight, claw, scratch, and kick just to get a GDP number of 1%. And then you start looking at all the other things that they, they made us do. And who made us do it? Of course, I go right back to the guy from the big short. We elected politicians that were essentially paid off by the wealthy, period. And we wanted to to essentially, and I don't know why they wanted to, but they wanted to be even richer. They weren't rich enough. And they gave it all away. And now, not only do we have to worry about America, but now, every time we go to bed at night, we're worried about what may happen when we wake up. You know, if China had announced the same devaluation that they did this summer last night, what we'd be staring at today? The, the amount of chaos and bedlam, and eventually, here's what I'm going to tell you, eventually they're going to do what's in their best interest. And so this morning I was shocked to, to see on MarketWatch their lead article talking about buying gold maybe like buying stocks in 2009. And the article goes, if the momentum that helped the S&P to its best two-week stretch in a year is to continue, which, is, by the way, Wall Street had a nice little, I'll call it a bounce back, a little recovery here the last couple of weeks. But most of it based on what? Well, we hope this happens and we hope that happens and hopefully they do this and hopefully they do that. Of course, today, the first piece of the hope didn't quite happen. But it will depend largely on a flood of economic numbers culminating with the jobs report that comes out this week. The first numbers to hit came out today. The Chicago Purchasing Managers Index got smoked this morning. Gold was up about 7 or 8. It doubled that number after this report came out. It came in at 47 which is recession, retraction, economist. <laughs> you can't see it because it's radio, but I'm doing the little air quotes. Economists were expecting 54. They, had, they missed it by a little bit. Everything employed. By the way, employment in the PMI, the lowest in seven years. Oh, wait, what year does that bring that to? Oh, yeah, 2009. Oh, by the way, the 47. Uh, the lowest in seven years. 
Oh, there, there's that 2009 again. Now, this guy, give him credit, because this article was out before those reports came out, just so you know. It'll also hinge on investors' ability to rethink the nasty start of the week in China. Of course, that was, that was while we were sleeping. The guy, apparently, this guy gets up earlier than I do, and he was out there writing this article after... China said, uh, here's a devaluation on top of 1.8 million people are out of work. It says, as chatter, uh, the chatter around the central bank's cut to the reserve ratio requirement for banks, well after the Shanghai market closed. Of course, that did help U.S. stocks. You see, we, get, we still get excited about that. Buy stocks because money's cheap. Doesn't matter where it's cheap. It says that the mood nowhere near as ugly in the U.S. as it was in China. Of course, the Shanghai Composite, the worst performing of the 93 equity indexes around the world. By the way, you know what the number one performing goal? It was a red cro- a red carpet across all major indices in Asia as they were all expecting similar actions to occur in Europe right get ready for even more negative rates what does it mean for gold talk about that one next Japan, but Japan is man. They're they're about they got one foot in the grave there. That's how bad it is. It really is. Canada's in trouble. Australia's in trouble. Wait, everybody's in trouble. We're not going to be in trouble. Of course we are. I mean, really, if you think about it, what is the what's the best case scenario for America? Two percent GDP, that's the best case. Let's let's go crazy. Two and a half. Not three, not four, not five. We used to get those numbers. They're gone. Now everybody is so worried that the Federal Reserve is going to blow it. They made the mistake in December, and people are worried they may make another mistake and try to do another rate hike. I don't think we're going to get that lucky. Oh, I hope so. But what does it all mean for gold? And that's where the call came in today. Buying gold today may be comparable to buying stocks in April of '09. Think about Dow at 6,700 points. The Dow tripled from there. And here's how they go. They have six reasons for the belief that gold needs to be in your portfolio now. First, the 
typical trading patterns. Now, I don't know what I, I, I don't love the chartist, but you've got to you've got to pay attention because most of the trading done today is all computers. Now the computers, somebody invented algorithm that the computer uses. So all of these trading patterns, they mostly they, they come true because that's how they wrote the algorithm. You see what I, I it's almost like of course it's going to happen because that's what you told the computer to do. And then, and then, when it comes to gold, we've basically gone through, and all the algorithms say, "Oh, gold's out of its downtrend." You know, we we were down for four years. It's what it was. Now, the technical trading pattern suggests, "Hey, it's going higher," and I've given it to you. I've done it four or five times. How quickly this is going to move! because of this first reason to own gold. You know, we talked about close above 1300 going to 14 because gold fell $100 in a single day on the way down. Right? Close above 1400 going right to 1550 because why? Close over $100 in one day. These are the patterns that they're talking about. Gold remains out of favor despite the rally. This is huge for gold. Gold really is, you know, my uncle used to say, gold shy. And really what is meant by that, what what what, what really happens, it's just like anything else. By the time the mainstream media, the, the once again, my air quotes, the economists tell you you need to buy gold, it's probably too late. Right? So they're all still out. Oh, no, you know, it's a bunch of them. Granted, a bunch of them have raised their their levels. We're hearing very little talk about seven hundred dollar gold anymore. I mean, I know Goldman Sachs still saying a thousand, but give, give give them give them another couple of months and and they'll change their two. The Federal Reserve's ability to raise rates is constrained. Listen, no one believes that the Federal Reserve is going to raise rates four times. Nobody. And really, think about it. No one even believes they're going to get to 1%. The funny thing is, do you know who they blamed, what they blamed for the housing crisis, the housing debacle that saw big business in our bankers really destroy the American life of mil- tens of millions of us because that's what they did. Anybody out there that lost their home their lives were destroyed. Period. And we all know them and their lives are still destroyed. They're in their 50s and they've got nothing. They said Alan Greenspan brought rates down to 1% after the recession of 2001. And he left them there for a whole entire year. 
The Federal Reserve left rates at zero for almost seven years. They still don't want to admit to you that the unintended consequence of that is still coming. They don't want you to know that, but it's coming. And the fact of the matter is, this is how bad it's gotten. No one even talks about 4%, 5%. That was the normal. 6 4 to 6% Fed funds rate. That was normal for decades and decades and decades. Now most of the world's negative. And we're just above that. I wonder why February was the best February for gold since the 70s. I think there's going to be a lot more months like that coming up. We'll finish with the rest of this list next. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm going to do the special first because I don't know if I'm going to have enough time to get into the other reasons, but we'll try to hustle. This weekend, you could have bought $20 gold pieces, $20 liberties, for $1,375. Now, right now, gold's up $13, $1,234. If you go online out at All American Gold, I have $20 liberties at $1,385. Today's special, and Wendy said to me when she got in, it's it's leap year. It's, you know, you need a great leap year special. So I said, you know what, we only get it every four years. I'm going to do a special that you would equate to something that rare. So not only am I not going to say thirteen eighty five, I'm not doing thirteen seventy five. Matter of fact, I want to take fifteen bucks off. So gold's up almost fifteen dollars today, and yet I'm going to lower the price of twenty dollar liberties fifteen dollars from this weekend today for the leap year twenty dollar liberties thirteen sixty. At 800-951-0592. Homer's looking at me you're like, but that's lowering the price, $15. $13.60. for leap year. U.S. $20 liberties at 800-951-0592. That's, that's the lowest it's been since early January. What a great deal you're putting out there. I went the other way. Hey, gold went up 15 bucks. I'm going to lower the price by $15. Going the other way. The last three reasons. The U.S. dollar has limited room to run to the upside. Obviously, the Fed can't raise rates. The dollar can't go higher. Real interest rates all over the world are heading lower. And guess what? They're going to get even lower. More negative rates are coming. The last one, and this one we all know is, is for me anyway, the scariest one. 
physical gold may be difficult to acquire in coming years. And we've seen this play out. We've seen it with the St. Gaudens, right, and how much more expensive they've got. We've seen it in the quantity of supply. We've seen it in the Silver Eagle markets, right, where you just go three, four, six weeks without being able to get any material. Those of you that bought platinum, look how long that took. The last four people, by the way, you're shipping tomorrow. It's supposed to be here in my presence today. We'll have it out tomorrow. I mean, that was something from December. If you want to go, listen, if you want to go out and flip a house, you want to go out and buy stocks, I support that. I do. But don't do it until you've got some insurance put away. Because it may just be 2009. U.S. $20 Liberty, 1360 today on a leap year celebration. You just can't do much better than that. 800-951-0592. Everyone have a great Monday. We'll talk to you again soon.